Aloha everyone, I'm your host, Auntie Max. Welcome to Hawaii Abroad Audio Podcast on Manao Monday. It's the day of the week where I share my thoughts, my knowledge, my experience of my heritage in Hawaiian culture. This week we have a special day in Hawaii. It's a day that we honor and celebrate the legacy of King Kamehameha the Great. So yes, this holiday is called Kamehameha Day. Therefore, I thought it would be appropriate for today's episode to be a lesson on King Kamehameha. To start off, he was born in the mid-1700s as Kalani Pai Ea Wohi o Kaleikini Kialiikui Kamehameha o Iolani i Kaivi Kapu Kaui Kaliholiho Kunui Aakea. Ooh, how's that for a name? Well, of course, with a long official name like that, only a portion of it would be used daily, yeah, for the name. So, he was called Kamehameha for short. His mother, Kekuia Poiva II, was a niece of Alapainui, who was the ruler of the Hawaii Island. Kamehameha's father, Keaua Kalanikupua Pa'i Kalaninui, Ahi Lapalapa. He was a son of High Chief Kalanike'e Aumoku, who is from the Kona side of the Hawaii Island. Okay, now you're probably wondering why I mentioned these people and their long names. Well, first of all, genealogy or family tree is very important to people throughout all of Polynesia. And I'm sure it's the same in many other cultures. So in our culture, it helps to learn who your ancestors are. That way, we can know where we're going from where we came from. Now, before I continue, I want to share an olelo no'eau, which is a Hawaiian value quote. And I've used this before. So it's, A'ohe pau ka'ike ikahalau ho'okahi, which means not all knowledge is taught in one school. So I need you to keep an open mind, and what I am sharing is what was taught to me. Other schools may teach it different or share the story differently, but this is what I learned. So anyway, Kamehameha was hanaid, or as we say nowadays, adopted. Back in those days, we did have that kind of tradition, whereas we give birth to our children, but someone else raised them. Why is that? Because children is actually the biggest blessing that we can have in life. And passing that blessing on to someone else that can actually take care of them, raise them, and groom them um, was a very important part of our culture operation. And that culture practice of Hanai was a normal practice especially for our monarch or our rulers in Hawaii. So Kamehameha was given to a high chief on Maui, the island Maui, Kahekili II. Eventually, Kamehameha was taken back to Hawaii Island, the big island, and given to his mother's brother, which was Kalani Opu'u, who was at that time the ruler of all of the island, of all Hawaii Island. 
So Kalaniopu'u was his uncle, and while he was in that household, he was being groomed and raised to be a warrior, and he was a very strong, strong man. He was strong in both, you know, mentally and physically. Well, Kalaniopu'u, his uncle, had several sons, and although Kamehameha was his nephew, Kalaniopu'u found favor in Kamehameha and treated him just like his son. So upon the death of Kalaniopu'u in 1782, his oldest son Kivala'o inherited the property or the kingship of the island. But Kamehameha was given that religious position or the guardianship of the Hawaiian god of war, which was Kuka'ilimoku. And in our culture, it was said that whoever possessed the guardianship of Kuka'ilimoku would be victorious over the war of whatever battle they fight. Eventually, Kamehameha went into battle with Kivala'o, who owned all of the Hawaii island. But when they went into war, Kamehameha was victorious. And now he was the high ruler of that island. But Kamehameha had a vision to unite all the islands. So he was the ruler over just one island. And there was eight major islands. So eventually... He was able to go to war on Maui. Now that took a long time. That battle took a while, but eventually he was able to conquer that whole district, which included not only Maui, but Molokai, Lanai, and of course Kaho'olawe. Now his next battle was on the island of Oahu. This was about 1795. And when he got there, they landed at Waikiki. You know, a lot of people know the famous Waikiki on the island. So he landed there with with about a thousand canoes full of soldiers, over 10,000 soldiers. And the high chief of that time was Kalanikupule. For those of you that's been to the island and maybe gone up Nu'uanu Pali, the Pali lookout area, that is where the final part of the battle ended. Whereas really, the battle started Waikiki, and can you just imagine just fighting as you walk miles and miles and all the way up to the Pali from Waikiki? And once they got to the Pali, there was no land already, and there was like right at the cliff, and they started pushing people off, pushing the warriors off of the pulley or the cliff. Or they just fell to their death. So there was thousands and thousands of soldiers that went over that cliff. Well, ultimately, Kamehameha was victorious and he took over the island. So now Kamehameha is a ruler of six out of the eight major islands. Kauai and Niihau was under the same district, so he needed to conquer that district. Well, there was a lot of challenges with that because, you know, back then they traveled with canoes. And the channel between Oahu and Kauai was very vigorous um, and rough. It was hard to just get through that channel to get to that island. However, the ruler of that district 
learned of Kamehameha's victories and knew that the only thing helping him was the channel once they did get through and they got to the ocean that he probably would not have been victorious. The ruler of Kauai was Kaumualii at that time. Eventually, in 1810, Kamehameha and Kaumualii came to a peaceful agreement, a unification of the islands. The agreement was that Kamehameha is now the king throughout all the islands, but Kamuali'i got to continue to rule over Kauai district as the high chief. But Kamehameha became the king of all the islands. So really, he was now working under Kamehameha, but he got to at least keep his ruling over the people and the land of Kauai and Ni'ihau. So Kamehameha was successful in uniting all the islands under one kingdom. In 1810, as the kingdom of Hawaii. So gang, to recap, Kamehameha started his journey to unify all the islands in 1782 and was finally victorious in achieving that mission in 1810. So, if you do the math, that's about 28 years of war during his quest. Now, there's a lot more stories that I can share about Kamehameha, but I think I'm going to leave it at that. So again, Kamehameha Day in Hawaii, which is the day that we honor the legacy of the first king in Hawaii, that unified all the islands under one kingdom, the kingdom of Hawaii. So gang, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson about Kamehameha Great, and I hope you found value in what I was able to share today. Remember, every Mondays, which I call Mana'o Monday, is a day that I share a little bit about the Hawaiian culture. And if you like what I shared, you want to come back, please subscribe to this podcast so you can get notifications of the latest episodes release. And if you found any value, please rate this podcast. Two stars, five stars, whatever you think. But please rate the podcast and leave some comments. I'm always happy to read comments and even reply to those comments. And of course, don't forget to share this podcast with your family and friends. All right, gang, I'll see you on the next episode here at Hawaii Abroad Audio Podcast. I'm Auntie Max, signing out. Aloha! Aloha!